the person in charge, they do need to constantly stay involved on some level. Doesn't mean they're, they're busy 24 seven, but on making sure content is still relevant. That is absolutely critical. Welcome to the High Impact Sales Podcast. I'm Natalie Jill. And I'm Sinclair Keneally, and we cannot wait to help you make a huge, unforgettable impact in the world. This podcast is for you if you are a growth mindset-oriented founder or business owner. Who has a strong message that the world needs to know. Each week, we answer your top questions as visionary business owners and entrepreneurs. How to actually sell what you have to offer with high integrity, high authenticity, and lots of love. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to High Impact Sales with Natalie Jill and me, Sinclair. And we are talking today about um, what to do when you have a high-level business as an entrepreneur and you actually need to tweak your sales process, right? Natalie Jill just happens to be an amazing expert at this. And for just a few clients, she is actually behind the scenes helping to shape these, you know, 10-figure, nine-figure, eight-figure businesses. I really want to pick your brain today, Natalie. Yeah about what a high level sales team needs. Um, you know, once you're, you're past this mid range of like, Oh, I finally made it to six figures. Oh, so cute. I'm halfway to a million dollars a year. Oh, now I broke the seven figure mark. What are the problems that happen after those stages that you Oh gosh, there's, there's so many, I don't, let's, let's see, where do we even start? So sometimes the, the bigger we get, the more out of touch we get with what's actually happening in our company. So I see that very frequently. So what, what built your company initially, the brand, the excitement, the, the passion around it, that somehow starts to get lost as a team gets bigger and there's more people in place. And as you start to remove yourself, so there's a proper way to remove yourself and there's a not so proper way to remove yourself. So um, number one, I'm going to share one of the biggest things I see people doing wrong is they say, I already created all this stuff. Kind of you deal with it. (laughs) I already created you deal. And they, they sort of walk away from it. What that doesn't allow for is changes in the marketplace, uh, the environment, what's happening in the world, what's there's no pulse on what's actually really going on. So when sales start going down or numbers start changing and the visionary, the person ahead is just saying, well, I already created all this, just go figure it out and deal with it. Then we're, we're losing touch right there. So, so number one, um, I think the person that is the, the visionary, the person in charge, they do need to constantly stay involved on some level. Doesn't mean they're, they're busy 24 seven, but on making sure content is still relevant. That is absolutely critical. Whether that's their point with one person or they're talking with copy or whatever it is, we have to make sure messaging is always relevant and not just saying use the stuff that I did five years ago, 10 years ago, because that does not work. That's one of the, one of the biggest things I've seen. The second thing is when things that have worked at one point, if they're not working now, it's not about keep trying to fit that square peg into a round hole. We've got to look at what's changed, what's different, what do we need to evolve to? So getting stuck on the way something used to be or it once was or it always was is not a smart way to to go. We have to be able to disrupt all of that and look at what actually would work right now, what's changed. Like take AI, for example, that's new, that's changed. If we don't stay on top of using that, um, we're going to get behind behind the, the game on that. So really being a, being willing to disrupt and all, and always look at that. The next thing is making sure that you're delegating properly. I see this go wrong a lot. Every founder, business owner, CEO, yes, they need to stay removed on some level, but they still need to be in their unique ability. And if the second they completely try to hand off their unique ability, I see problems. So for instance, if your unique ability is marketing or it is sales, you've got to keep your pulse on that part. You can delegate everything else, 
but I see this mistake happen all the time where they say, oh, I'm spending too much time in sales and marketing because that's your, your unique ability and they can't help but to jump into that. And they try to go move to another area that they think they should be in. And then sales and marketing sort of suffers because we don't have that brain power behind it. So mm -hmm. I think it is really important to protect your time, but say, where is my actual unique ability and where can I still add value right there? Really important. And the next thing I see is not, this is a big problem with budget cutting because everyone wants to be profitable, of course, and we want to look at budgets and all that, but you've got to make sure you're investing in the right places. Um, meaning if sales and marketing, for example, is your biggest revenue driver, which it is for most people, we can't cut corners there. You should have the right help on your sales and marketing. You should have the right people in place. That's not the time to be skimping and cutting corners and trying to, to budget on, you know, the neighbor or the intern that, that can help with that area. That's not the time to do that. There is a place for overseas VAs and all of those things, but in those important critical revenue drivers, that's not where you want to skimp. You want high talent with their eyes on that. I think that's so important. What you, I mean, what you just said, like we should unpack that over like three months um, in a series because I see uh, entrepreneurs running five to $10 million businesses making mistakes, colossal ones all the time and beginner mistakes mm -hmm. in their launches. Yes. And it's like they forgot how they got here yes. and, and the reasons why what they were doing worked before they get very focused on the tactics that worked before instead of the reasons why the tactics work. So more the strategic level. Yes. Can you talk about that? Yeah. It happens all the time. I mean, I, 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 I have so many clients that I've, that we've walked through this where they, learned a long time ago to delegate, which is great. They're, they're delegating, but they've lost too much sight of what they've delegated to. And now they've got people on their team, not showing up hundred percent. They're, they're doing very minimal work to get by and get approval from, from them. So it, it gets dangerous to just fully hand off like that and to, to not pay attention there. So I would say one of the biggest things is to be really aware of who is on your team, who's on your leadership, who's, who are the, and do you trust them? Are they, do they have your back? Are, do they really get your messaging? Do they really get your vision? The second thing is being really vision focused and making sure you're communicating your vision to your whole team in a way that's enrolling to them. Not this is my vision, go do this, but making sure that they're aligned with your vision. Are they, because if everyone's aligned with your vision and it's going to be part of their vision too, then you've got a winning formula right there. So you're getting really clear. One of the first things I do with clients is go back to vision. Like, what is your vision? And some of them don't want to do it initially, but getting them clear on their vision gets everybody clear on what's happening. So really spending, what was that? I've already done this. That's yes, okay. yes. But really spending time on that vision and making sure you have, because when you roll out your vision to your team, by the way, if they are rolling their eyes or not into it, they're not your right people. That's really critical because you need people on your team fully aligned with your vision to have your back and make sure it's happening there. And it needs to be that top down. This does not mean it's more work for you. Um, it's the initial work each year of making sure you're clear, your team is clear. And then, then it pretty much is, is hands off for you because everyone's clear on what the vision is. Mm, so good. Thank you so much. So if you, any last words about, um, having a multi-million dollar business and needing to optimize like where people get stuck right here. Yeah. So just don't get too comfortable. I mean, that's, that's number one, like don't get too comfortable. Like it's, it's about, yes, you can, 
I know the goal is to either sell the company or work less or whatever that is in your goal, but you can't get too comfortable and say, well, what was working five years ago is still supposed to work. That does, that doesn't happen. So you've got to keep your game on, on what is the new relevant trend? What do I need to be learning? How do I need to be up leveling? Do I have the best people supporting me? And, you know, at this day and age, you don't have to have full-time people. You can have fractional. I'm a fractional CSO, fractional sales officer for people. You can have fractional CFO, fraction, like you can have really smart minds doing a, you know, working for you a fraction of the time that still moves things forward in the right direction. So that that's really, really important there. And the next thing is to really make sure you are staying in unique, unique ability. I can't say that enough. If your unique ability is vision or selling or marketing or numbers or whatever it is, make sure you are still spending a little portion of each day in that area, because that if that's your unique ability and you built a whole business around that, your little bit of focus in that area each day will carry your business forward to the next level over and over again. The second you lose sight of that, we have problems. Mm-hmm. 